Welcome to the Anthem Church Podcast. Our desire is to transform lives through authentic experiences with God and with people. This message is brought to you from Anthem Church in Fairview, Oregon. We pray you are encouraged, inspired, and strengthened through the teaching and preaching of God's Word. Hello, church. So happy to be able to gather with you in some way today. And I know that this method might be a little different than the method that we're used to, but I just can't stop thinking about the fact that our trust is in Jesus. It's not in a method. And honestly, we are believing that he can and will do great things no matter the method that we're gathering. He is still the same. We know that we can encounter him no matter where we're at, no matter where you're tuning in from today. We are believing that he will meet you right where you're at. And man, so we're believing that he can do, that he will do what only he can do through our online church service today. So I'm excited to be sharing the message with you today. We're going to continue our series, Jesus Said, and this is part two of the message that we kind of started last week as well, so if you haven't caught that, check it out on YouTube, but I'm looking forward to the word today. I hope you are as well. I hope you're ready with your coffee and your notes and your family or friends or wherever you're at today. I'm excited to be able to share with you this morning, and so I want to read a scripture to you um, that we've been talking about, and I really believe that it is so timely for this season that we are in today. And so I want to read this scripture to you. It's in Matthew 11. If you have a Bible app, if you have a Bible there in your living room or wherever you're at, uh, turn to Matthew 11, chapter 28. We're going to read this here. And it says, come to me, all you who are tired and burdened, and I will give you rest. It says, take my yoke upon you and, lean, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And he goes on and he says, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So today I want to share a message with you titled, Learning to Find Rest. I want to, it's learning to find rest. Have you ever been really disappointed by something because you were expecting it to be something else? Has that ever happened to you? I, I have this moment that I don't know why it's like scarred in my mind, but it is. My friends, see, we used to have like this little get together for Sunday nights. We'd watch football and play board games and do all of these different things. And, and one of these Sunday nights, we, I was there and I was playing a board game and I was really focused because I take winning like very seriously, especially when it comes to board games. And so I was, I was laser focused and I, we were just like having a good time and I had my drink off to the side. And, and I remember like reaching over to grab my drink and it, I believe it was some soda or something like that. And as I reach over to grab it, I t start to take a drink without even looking at it. And I just, I just take a drink of the soda and not kidding you, I take a drink and I spit it out all over the game board area and it like ruined the whole game but it was because 
I don't, I don't know why, why it happened this way, but I was expecting soda, and I grabbed somebody else's water, and I spit it out, and I, it was a mess. Like, I didn't end up officially winning, you know what I mean? Like, we all knew I was winning, but, like, we couldn't finish the game because I, like, covered it all with water. And so I, it might not seem like a big deal to you, but that water in that moment was nasty because I was expecting something else. You know, it sucks when we, when that happens to us, when we're expecting something, yet we end up disappointed because it's something else. And, and here's the thing, that's a silly illustration to say this. I feel like a lot of people are, have come to experience Christianity in almost the same way. See, maybe you've, you've, you're a Christian. Maybe you've come to Jesus and maybe you've been a Christian for a while and, and you read a verse like the one we just read where Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. And, and you read that about, and then you read about peace and, and joy and all of these things in the Bible and, and you can't help but to think that that doesn't seem to be really your Reality. Maybe you're not really seeing that in your life or even in this season. Or maybe you're watching and you're not a Christian, right? Maybe you've known Christians or you've seen their lives and they were still kind of just as mean and unhappy as everybody else, right? And that can be kind of confusing. Like, what's the miss here, right? What are we missing? What is going on? Because see, here's the thing, we can talk about these things, right? We can read these verses and, and these scriptures and, and talk about them and talk about them as if they're theory or just nice ideas, but I want you to know that they're meant to be so much more than that. It's not just good thoughts or optimistic thinking. The point of these things is, and these words of Jesus in the Bible is to be reality for our lives. And that is the point of it. And so I want to share a few thoughts for you and I today and, and on this subject. And the first thought that I want to share with you is this, is don't just believe it, let it change your life. Don't just believe it, let it change your life. Jesus in, in our verse here says, learn from me. But here's the thing, I think if we were to ask around, if we were to ask people what they come to expect when they come to Christianity, when they come to Jesus, I feel like most people would label it as a belief system, as something to believe. Most people would believe that the main message is believe in God, right? Live your life believing in God. And, and I think most people would agree, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like what it is. And yes, that is definitely a big part about it, without a doubt. But here's the thing, stopping there is like chugging some water when you're expecting some soda. You are bound to be disappointed. Why? Because that is only the beginning. See, one thing that we forget is that during Jesus' life, as he lived on earth and went around teaching and preaching, his main invitation was come and follow me. His main invitation was learn from me, not, not just believe in me, right? That's not all he was trying to do. He wasn't just trying to get people to believe in God. He was trying to get people to follow, to learn from him. See, my daughter, she just turned two years old, 
and we are 100% in the toddler stage. Like we are past baby stage, we are in toddler stage. <laughs> that stage where she is doing something new and learning something new every single day and it's incredible. Recently she started doing this thing where she comes up to us either like to, to my wife or to myself and she grabs us and she pulls us in by the head and she says, come here honey, come here honey. And it is the most adorable thing on the planet. And it's amazing. But see, the thing about the toddler stage is that they're starting to repeat you, right? They're starting to notice everything. They are really starting to learn. And, and you actually got to start parenting. We would joke that when they're a baby, you just got to keep it alive. Like if you can just keep her alive, we're good. But when she gets to a toddler, you got to begin to parent. And the truth is, Catherine and I we want Scarlett to be kind and generous, and we want to raise her to be loving and all of these things. And of course, we start with the basics, you know, we're, we're starting with the please and the thank yous, and we're starting with sharing. And if I can brag on my daughter, she is killing it with the sharing. It is amazing. But see, we can't, here's the thing. We can't just hope, right, that she will grow up to become those things. Because if that's all we do, if we just wish for it, it might just never happen, right? It takes learning. And here's the thing, this is the same reality for you and me. We don't just magically or accidentally become healthy people on the inside. It's not gonna happen that way. It, Jesus invites us to find rest at our soul level, to be people of peace and of joy. And how does he invite us to do that? By learning from him. See, a term in the Bible I wanna point out to you today, and you'll read it, it's this term, it's disciple. And, and as you read the scriptures, you'll, you'll, you'll encounter that word pretty often. And all that word means is this, it means student. It's a word they used for a student. That was the invitation of Jesus, as you'll read. It, he says, come and follow me, come and be my student come and be my disciple. And not only that, he, he sent us on a mission to what? To go out and make other students, to go out and make disciples, go out into all the world and make disciples. Why? Why, why, why is this the case? Because gee, this is not just something for us to believe. It's not just nice thoughts or ideas or theory. It's something that's meant to change our lives. And we grow to become these people that Jesus calls us to be when we learn from Jesus, when we continue to learn new habits from him, where we become students of who he is and how he lived and what he taught. Don't just let it be something you believe. Let it be something that changes your life and changes you. That is the goal. The second thought, I want to share with you today is this, is God can use any season. God can use any season. Have you ever, have you ever had a wasted season in your life? Man, you, you, might, you might find a different church after I admit to this, but uh, I'm a Patriots fan. I know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm a Patriots fan. And uh, as you know, their quarterback, Tom Brady, has just officially announced that he is not joining the team. And I look back at last season, 
didn't make the play, didn't make the championship and all of these things. It was a wasted season. <laughs> and, and I want you to know today that this season, though it is not a season that anybody would want, right? I need you to know that it doesn't have to be a wasted season because God can use every season. See, here's the thing. To learn from Jesus, to come to him and learn from him, we need time to stop, right? We need time in our schedules to be able to be with him in the scriptures and in prayer. And I encourage you, as the world slows down, as things close down, there's an opportunity to stop, come to Jesus, learn from him, and allow him to work on the inside of us, right? It's not an ideal season, but it doesn't have to be a wasted season. And even more than that, it does not have to be a season ruled by fear because there is no season that God can't use. It doesn't mean there aren't bad seasons, but even in the worst of them, Jesus brings hope. God meets us right there. And in this season, I really believe that there is an invitation to all of us to come Come to Jesus and allow him to work in us, to learn from him and become more and more, little by little, these people of rest, these people that aren't ruled by fear or worry, but people that live in all that Jesus has for us and calls us to. See, in this season, I invite us as a church to allow God to use it, to work within us. So I invite us, even this coming up week, I want to invite us as a church to go through a Bible plan together as we intentionally make time to come to Jesus and learn from him. And so for this next week, we'll all read the same scripture and devotional every day. You can have conversations about it through social media or text or email with your small group. And, and actually all the details are on our website right now where you can go and check it out after you watch this. Um, but we wanna unite as a church and as a family in this season, believing that God can still use this season right? Because this can either be a time of fear or a time for our souls to find rest in Jesus. And so my final thought for you today is this, it's learn the rhythms of grace. Learn the rhythms of grace. See, we all live by rhythms, don't we? Rhythms are a part of almost everything we do. We, we eat, we wake, we eat, we sleep, right? We were just worshiping God moments ago to a rhythm, right? Our calendar is a rhythm. Our seasons are a rhythm. We live to rhythms. And there's this paraphrase to our scripture today that I absolutely love, and I wanna share this with you. It's this, it's, it's by Eugene Peterson. It's the message version. And he says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. This is Jesus, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. He goes on and says, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. I don't know about you, but I, I find rhythm even in the verse, walk with me, work with me, 
Watch how I do it. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And what I love about this paraphrase is that it's, what it's trying to get at is it's trying to make clear what Jesus is trying to say. See, Jesus is trying to invite us to learn from him, to exchange our heavy burdens with his that is light and easy. And how does he want to do that? He wants to do that by teaching us not only a new way to be, but a new rhythm of life a new rhythm for our hearts, a new rhythm for our minds, a rhythm of grace. And so a question today is, what rhythm are you living today? Is it a rhythm of stress? Is it a rhythm of worry? Is it a rhythm of fear? Or what is the rhythm that is marking your life today? And here's the thing. Jesus is inviting you and I, no matter where we're at, to exchange our heavy burden with his. To exchange all of the weight, all of the things that we are feeling with his burden that is light and easy. To learn his rhythm of grace. See, and what grace causes us to do is to put our trust in God, not in ourselves, not in our situations. This is what grace causes us to do. Grace causes us to look to God for our provision, to look to God for to be sufficient, to look to God for absolutely everything. And this is the rhythm that Jesus is wanting us to learn. For example, and it gets even, it gets practical too. For example, Jesus lived by this rhythm of the Sabbath. What's the Sabbath? The Sabbath literally just means to stop. And, and Jesus, in his time, they would take one day off a week completely, 24 hours of no work, doing nothing that is work. Why? Well, there's many reasons, but one of them, one of the reasons they did that is because they wanted to place their trust in God, not in themselves or their work. Another rhythm is you would often find Jesus away from the crowds and the demands of life, spending time with God. That was a rhythm. Yeah, there were still things to do. There were still people to take care of. There were still things on his schedule for sure. It's not that Jesus never did anything. It's not that Jesus didn't work hard, but Jesus was living by a different rhythm, right? He lived by a rhythm where his foundation of absolutely everything was trust in his Father. It was in trust in God. And if you want to find rest, if you want your soul to be at peace, this is where it begins. When your soul is at rest in God, your foundation, your rhythm is rooted in a trust in God, in his grace, in his provision, in his sufficiency. And this is what Jesus is inviting you and I to today, to come and learn to live this way, that we would not just believe it, 
but that we would let it change our lives, that we would believe that even in this season, that could be the reality for you and I, little by little. And lastly, that we would learn these unforced rhythms of grace, that we would learn to live this way as we follow Jesus together as a family and as a community, especially in this season. And so I wanna take a moment and I wanna pray for you today. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, I wanna I want pray for you. And, and if you want to decide today to follow Jesus, there's an invitation for you. We, I, we want you to let us know if today you need to place the trust, the foundation of your life and of your soul and your heart in Jesus. If that's you today, we want to invite you to do so. You could comment, you could email us, go on our website, but I want to pray for you. And if you are today, if you are feeling a heavy burden, I want to pray for you as well. I want to pray that you would exchange that for Jesus' rhythm of grace, for Jesus' burden that is light and easy. Will you pray with me today? Father, I take a moment, Lord, and for those who are deciding to follow you today, Jesus, God, that right now, you would begin to meet them right where they're at, Lord, and that you would take down any obstacles that they are feeling, Father, whether not good enough, whether fear, whether uncertainty, no matter how they're feeling, God, that you, they would know your love for them, Jesus, that they would know that you want nothing more than for them to come home to you. If that's you, will you pray this with me? Jesus, I receive you into my heart. I place you as the foundation of my life and of my heart. Jesus, my trust is in you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I want to pray for those of you who are feeling a burden as well. Father, I pray for every person in the room, for every person, God, that is feeling a heavy burden, Father, in this season. God, you are a God who brings peace and your spirit is a comforter. Lord, and I thank you that you will meet them right where they're at, Lord, that your spirit will begin to comfort in ways that might not make sense because of the situation, in ways that might go beyond logic, Father, but that your spirit would bring a peace and a rest, Father, right where they're at. Lord, and I ask you, God, that we would be followers of you as you lead our church, as you lead us in this season, Father, that we would learn from you to find this rhythm, to learn from you to be people that find this rest, this joy, this peace that's available in you. May you do that work in us. We thank you for that, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So remember, go to our website, join us in the Bible plan this coming up week. We will see you back next week. Love you, church. Thank you for joining us. We are located at 1415 Northeast 223rd Avenue in Fairview, Oregon. You can find us online at www.anthemfamily.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Anthem Family. God bless.